Alright, let me do my best to take you around a bit of stories here. A bit of insanity going on. Do I start with CNN or do I like just avoid it altogether? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, absolutely great to be with you. You know, I'm going to start with the Olympics. I know, Tony, you're not covering the Olympics. This isn't covering the Olympics. This is the story of Nathan Chen, uh, a figure skater who won a gold medal. He's American. He's Chinese-American. And in China, uh, they're telling him to get out of the country. They've labeled him a traitor, and there are people on their social media who claim that Nathan Chen is too white. It's amazing the parallels between the communists on a communist-run social media platform and the communists on Twitter. All those woke folk. Remember, if you're black and conservative, you're not really black. So they, they do this kind of stuff. You're not black enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. It's amazing the parallels that are going on there. Nathan Chen's a tweeter. A, a, a tweeter. A traitor for, for being American? Well, that's a that's a take. That is one heck of a take. Here's a take. CNN. There is a guy who's a producer and writes for CNN, still unhappy with Joe Rogan. The hatred of Joe Rogan grows and builds. These people are crazy. ESPN has taken Joe Rogan off of a UFC fight. That's that's pathetic. ESPN has long been pathetic. What a bunch of tools. You know, I promised myself, and I said this to you, and I've been working on it. I'm going to learn more about sports. I'm going to learn more about all the angles. I am going to know how these things connect and how they connect culturally. I'm going to make myself a pro on this. And I've gone about doing that. And in doing that, you got to bring things up publicly. you got to be willing to get beat up. It's the only way you learn. It's how I did it in politics. It's how I'm going to do it in sports. Because I'm sick and tired of the sports guys who don't take any time, and that's the vast majority of them. They don't take any time to learn this world. And they just say things and they think they're right because they can scream in a microphone. I'm like, what a bunch of low-life jackasses. It's just, it's It's awful. So now I'm going to go into their world, but I'm not going to do it their way. I'm going to do it the right and proper way. I'm going to learn how it happens. I'm going to see why it is important. I'm going to have historical connection. I'm going to understand where the conversations are, how to take a look at the at all of all of the possibilities when we're talking about, like, for example, uh, locally. Will uh, the Indianapolis Colts get rid of Carson Wentz? Well, the argument is Yes. The argument is, yes, the Colts are going to do away with their quarterback, which now puts the Colts in this place of having, like, a new quarterback every year. All of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, we're, we're, we're Cleveland in Indy. You got a new quarterback coming every four seconds. But they have got a lot of money that they're going to have to put out if they don't have him gone by a... Uh, by what is it, mid-March? I think mid-March they, they got a bonus. They got to uh, pay him some other things that are, that are going to get uh, checks that are going to have to be written. So this is, this is clearly coming. We got to understand how these things work. ESPN wants to play in the political space and they want to be super woke. Well, they can kiss off. I don't want to hear their wokeness. Just talk the games and move on with your day. We can't have Joe Rogan doing 
UFC, you have no one better. There is no one better. Back to CNN. CNN, this guy John Blake, writes a piece. Now understand, we talked about part of this the other day. We got into this story over there. I think we were on uh, News Nation now. We were on News Nation now, and we were discussing that uh, that the the political left they couldn't beat Joe Rogan by calling you know going after him on COVID, so they called him a racist. Well, they've they've chosen to stand behind him, Tony. What what does this latest debate come down to, in your opinion? Uh, Mo mentioned money, uh, race, free speech. What what is it for you? Well, it depends, I guess, which part of the equation you're in. The latest debate from those who hate Joe Rogan is that it didn't work when they tried to get him thrown off of Spotify for having an honest conversation about COVID. So now they went to this. You even heard there in part of the clips that it's something he hasn't said in years. So now we have to ask ourselves exactly how many years is it? And then you have to ask yourself, does that mean Joe Rogan figured out maybe that wasn't something that he should be a a part of? And let's say that he did. Well, that's not even good enough for the people who want him destroyed. This is about destruction. Whatever you want to take about Spotify, keeping him, and certainly we can have the capitalism conversation, I'm down, I'm in. But this is about those who want to destroy him, trying to find something else to add on because their first efforts didn't work. So we had that. We had that over a week ago. We understood that. They couldn't get rid of Joe Rogan, the, the, the podcaster, the television host, the comic, based on misinformation and COVID, even though he's just having uh, conversations. So then they went to screaming racist because he said the N-word. Racist because he said this. Well, now CNN has moved into a new phase. And the new phase is Joe Rogan's use of the N-word is another January 6th moment. Proactively trying to destroy Joe Rogan. That's what's happening here. This is what CNN is doing. Now, what's funny is that's the tweet. When you actually go to the article, why shrugging off Joe Rogan's use of the N-word is so dangerous. I mean, that's a breathtaking thing to say. In Canada, this is an actual headline. Uh, On Twitter, why the word freedom is such a useful rallying cry for protesters. We're talking about the Canadian truckers, who they want to be free of uh, of vaccine mandates. So over there in Canada, nice, sweet love in Canada, the word has become common among far-right groups. Freedom is nothing more than a far-right talking point. That's something else. Not that freedom is something we should all want and strive for. It's uh it's 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 rather that uh it's something that's bad, it's something that's problematic, it's something that 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 hurts us. These people don't believe that you should have a say in anything. And look at the lengths they will go to 
Look at the lengths. It used to be used to be the freedom was something we uh, we sang about, and we we went in the sixties. We're like, yeah, man, freedom, man, and now and now freedom freedom's the bad thing. But it's not just freedom that's the bad thing. The very idea that you would oppose shoplifting only proves your bigotry. Judd, is it Legum or Legume or who actually gives a crap? Maybe that's it. Uh, he's a special kind of ignorant. Now, he has written for a lot of left-wing uh, sites, and he's got himself over half a million followers on Twitter. And his, his profile discusses independent accountability and journalism. Right, That's what he's all about. And what's he talking about? He's talking about the thefts. The thefts that are taking place in, in all over the, 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 the country. These thefts at uh, your local convenience store or your local drugstore. Well, he took a look at Michael Rappaport, who's a leftist actor and comic. If comic now, I think he's just an actor. I mean, ridiculously leftist, tough guy kind of nonsense. And he shared a video at a Rite Aid, which is a uh, drugstore in New York, where somebody was grabbing stuff and walking right out the door. And he's videoing like, what in the world is this? What is this? Well, here's Judd Legum, L-E-G-U-M, or is it Legume, saying that Rapport's got it all wrong and the people who repeated his lies, like the New York Post and Axios, got it all wrong, and proceeds to go through in a, like, 14-part tweet about how stores are closing all over the place. It has nothing to do with the theft. As a matter of fact, the theft isn't really a big deal at all. They rely on foot traffic, and more people are getting their prescriptions online, so there are too many drugstores. Well, that could very well be possible. It doesn't mean anything regarding the theft. But here it is. Shoplifting does not have a significant impact on profitability because these drugstore chains are insured and can recoup most of the costs stolen uh, from them. You don't think that shoplifting has a significant impact on profitability? If I'm in the local CVS and somebody comes in and steals half the makeup uh, on one of on one shelf, do I still want to shop there? Or do I say this place, man, it's 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 run amok, the, the criminal element, I'm, I'm leaving. Or do I say, why in the world am I paying for things if they're just letting people steal things? Do you know how ignorant you have to be? Do you know how many businesses you have to have not owned in your life to think that shoplifting does not have a significant impact on profitability? Said, said another way, do you know how dumb that is? Because that's, that's pretty dumb. I actually have exclusive audio of the inner working of Legume's mind when he wrote that. Fascinating. But he follows it up. He follows it up 
with something sensational. It's so sensational, I don't even know how to address it. But before I do, I need to go back to the idea of shoplifting does not have a significant impact on profitability. First, of course, that's not true. Because it's only taking a look at the act within a vacuum. And not how other people act upon the act. We see the shoplifting in our community. We react to the shoplifting in our community. He is making the argument that that doesn't exist. We don't go into the store at all. We don't go into the community, into the neighborhood at all. That has an effect that has a massive effect. Also, it makes us question what's happening in society. What civil society condones the shoplifting, condones the theft? How can you have a civil society if you're condoning the theft? He doesn't ask any of these questions because people with small minds never, ever do. When you are so desperate to have an ideological uh, uh, outcome as opposed to a rational outcome. This is this guy, this guy, Judd Lagoon, who simply wants to be approved of by a certain group of people. Doesn't want to make an argument. Doesn't have to make an argument. Does not play out in the real world where people work for a living. People who work for a living know that this isn't true. I'm already having uh, business uh, guys, uh, business owners reach out to me for the part two of my conversation. The insurance costs don't go up? Of course the insurance costs go up. If you have a car accident, your car insurance goes up. If you have enough claims about shoplifting, the, the, the insurance doesn't go up. The cost doesn't get passed along. What are we talking about here? And how soon before the insurance carriers say, yeah, we don't cover you? Now you can't open up at all. And the society is not better off. But here's the big one. He tweets out, retail theft is up modestly in New York City, about 15% since 2019. But overall crime levels, especially violent crime, are way down since 2000 and even more dramatically since 1990. There is no crime wave in New York City. Retail theft is up 15%. And here is this progressive to let you know that it's moderate. It is moderate, I tell you. See, if you only have 15% more cancer, it's moderate. This is the diseased mind at play. You want to know why I'm not a progressive? This is why. Because you have to be able to say this with a straight face. You have to be so willing to dumb yourself down from the realities of economics. I can't do it. I don't have this skill set. I wouldn't know how I look myself in a mirror. How am I supposed to look at my kids? I got to actually be this kind of schmuck? And uh, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. And these people have no shame because the ideology comes first. Doesn't matter how they have to lie to you, how they have to gaslight you. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Man, oh man, I told you I had a lot to get to. I'm Tony Katz.